All right, y'all, we are in Gardendale, Alabama. This is Robbie. You are joining us for the Robbie Show. And uh, as we have mentioned since we started this little podcast, we uh, we want to talk about things that have to do with music and arts and um, church and faith and business. And as I promised, I've got a couple of really good friends that I've met this year, ironically through musicality. And we are actually in the studio in Gardendale, Alabama. Beautiful Gardendale, Alabama. Go to their website, City of Gardendale. Check them out. Tell them we sent you. And then go to musicalitystudio.com and tell Kyla and Dustin we sent you there. And all kind of cool things we're doing there. And uh, today, I want to take a minute and just introduce you to some good friends. Uh, I met uh, David and Christina Krim through Musicality. And we, uh, they, they came on board to take some lessons from us for keyboards and guitars. And lo and behold, I realized, you know, being a preacher's kid and a pastor guy, that they have a real kinship in that regard. And so we've just, uh, we end up talking about church more than we make music. <laughs> so uh, David and Christina, it's just so good to have you all today. And um, I want to just take a minute and, and have you to talk a little bit about you know how how you've ended up here in Gardendale and Warrior and this area in North Jefferson County and um, kind of your background how how you came to know the Lord and all that so just kind of take it take it away and tell your story and whatever's on your heart okay I'll go first yeah. uh, I'm David Krim I'm the husband of Christina <laughs> most people know me that way um, I am a pastor I have uh, I have an ordination through um, IGO, International Gospel Outreach, licensed through them as well. I also have an ordination through the Vineyard, Vineyard USA. Um, my one good mentor and one of my spiritual fathers, Bubba Justice, he ordained me um, through the Vineyard. Through the vineyard. Um, and I'll start from early on. So I grew up Southern Baptist, was always drugged to church, you know, by my grandma. I tell people all the time that she had the Baptist flip-flop. Uh, she was Southern Baptist. Um, you know, she lived across the street from the church, so it wasn't far to go. But um, that was my young, I guess, childhood experience was um, going to church with her, but also the church vans that would come around the neighborhood. My parents weren't necessarily involved in church, so um, that was how I ended up there. But as I got older, uh, got away from the Lord and... Um, got involved in things I shouldn't have been involved in as a young man, um, got in some trouble, but I'll tell you just a quick testimony um, of my early life. I got arrested for felony possession of crystal meth for uh, attempting to distribute trafficking, um, possession, all the all that. There was six or seven charges. I had $7,000 of drug money in my pocket. I got arrested on a Thursday night and Friday, uh, they brought me in the room where they arrested me and booked me, and they slid an envelope across the table and gave me back $7,000 of drug money and let me bail myself out. So I always tell people, even before I was following the Lord, He was watching out for me because I was looking at 20 years in prison. Um, so I would have just got out maybe five years ago and I wouldn't have had my two kids, wouldn't have met Christina. There's so much in my life that wouldn't have happened. But after that, um, I still 
a few years after I got arrested, I still wasn't on the straight and narrow. But I knew about the Lord. I knew about Jesus. And I always knew that there was more to life than living in Talladega, Alabama. That's where I was born and raised. Um, I used to stand on the front porch and just look up at the sky. And just, I knew that the Lord was going to take me around the world. And he's done just that uh, up to now. I'll be 46 October 10th. Uh, we'll be celebrating our uh, birthdays this year in the Virgin Islands. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, but then, let's see, in 2002, I found myself in my bathroom. At the time, I was living in Florida. I was running from the law. Matter of fact, um, when the uh, federal marshals was looking for me, I ended up in Florida uh, with my wife at the time and our oldest son. I found myself in the bathroom crying out to the Lord. And um, I don't know how long I was in there, but I knew when I came out of that bathroom that there was something different. You know, the Lord changed my life. Um, did he take away everything? No, but there was a lot of things that immediately he removed from my life. The strange thing about that story was my next door neighbor was a minister at a local church. And he always, you know, offered to pray for me, invited me to church and stuff. But when I came out of my bathroom that day, um, I walked outside and he was standing next to the tree at the corner of my house. Like he was, like he knew that I was in the bathroom, you know, giving my life to the Lord. When I walked out, he was standing there. And um, I walked up to him and told him that I'd give my life to the Lord. And he asked me one of the most profound questions that I've ever been asked in my life. He said, now that you have your salvation, what are you going to do with it? And the first words come out of my, out of my mouth was, I was I'm going to be a missionary. <laughs> and I, I had no idea what that meant at that time. So, it sounded good. Yeah, it sounded fun. So, but uh, four years later, uh, well, let me back up. I started attending an Assembly of God church in Milton, Florida. Um, got involved in ministry right away in leadership. Led uh, Royal Rangers, which is like their version of Boy Scouts. Um, then in 2006, I, f I got a call from the pastor, and they was like, hey, we got a spot open on a trip to Nicaragua. You know, would you be interested in going? It was a, a construction trip. Uh, we were, they were building the national headquarters for the Assembly of God for the country of Nicaragua. And uh, I've been in construction my whole life, so I didn't realize what God was going to do in me and, and through me during that time. But f to me, I just thought I was going to work on a building. But um, anyway, I, we went on that trip. And then when I, I got my feet on the ground there, I realized how quick or I realized how narrow minded I grew up. You know, instantly, you know, you step off the plane in a third world country and um, you see the surroundings, you see how people live. And it just broke me, uh, broke me for the Lord, broke me for the kingdom and for the people of Nicaragua. Um, after that trip, I went to missionary training school at IGO, International Gospel Outreach in Mobile, Alabama. And um, that's I'm still licensed and ordained through them. Uh, it's part of who, one of the organizations that carries my ordination. But uh, also through that organization, I've also met people that around the world. I have connections with 67 or people in 67 countries around the world. So, um, you know, it's amazing to see what the Lord does um, through people all, all around the world and gives us the opportunity to partner with them in prayer. And um, 
any way that we can really but um so fast forward and let's see 2012 yeah well no 2008 sorry and 2008 the lord lord moved me from florida back to Alabama, which I, when I left running from the law, I said I'd never move back. And I really, you know, never tell the Lord never. But uh, ended up moving back to, I lived in Columbiana, Alabama for a short time. Um, became a youth pastor at a local church there, the church at Columbiana. And um, served there for a year or two. And then I ended up, my wife at the time, me and her, we took a position at the King's Ranch as house parents. And when we went there, we had to, we gave up our uh, youth pastor positions just because the um, King's Ranch just took up so much of our time being house parents. Well, we was looking for a church, and as I stated, I grew up Southern Baptist, then I found myself at Assembly of God. So I went from one side of the pendulum to the other. I went from fundamentalist, legalist, to spirit-filled with uh, speaking in tongues and all that. Yeah. And I I knew in my heart that there had to be a middle ground there. So I, I ended up, I had a, matter of fact, the, the church that I was a youth pastor at, the pastor's son was dating a girl that her parents attended this church in Birmingham called the Inverness Vineyard. And um, he invited me to it. And um, I went there, uh, stepped on the church ground, went in and, immediately knew I was at home. Um, it didn't take me long. Again, just hopped in, got right involved. Um, Bubba was the pastor, Bubba Justice. And uh, he, I went through a two-year ministry apprentice program with him, went through the different areas of the church. Um, then he, he told me, you know, that he always encouraged me that if I was going to pursue ministry that I needed to do a couple things, you know, get some leadership experience and also go to school. So I did. I went to Southeastern Bible College, took a two-year biblical studies and church leadership course. Um, But with that, I also found myself in leadership in the workplace. Um, So I've been in senior leadership for about 12 years now. And uh, we do, uh, it's called the SFR space, single family rental space. And... Uh, so I've, I've been able to minister to people in the workplace. I've married people. I have some really good friends of ours that um, I married her and her husband. I've married people in the office, you know, and just watch the Lord do amazing things. You know, I think too often we set aside 30, 45 minutes on Sunday for God, and we don't realize that, you know, He is that omnipresent um, God that he, he wants us to serve Him all the time, wherever we are, and be obedient. Um, so, let me think. Ended up in the workplace. Yeah, so um, so after the vineyard, while, while I was at the vineyard, I guess 2000, uh, 2010, I went through a divorce the end of 2010. Um, my pastor at the time, Bubba, you know, there was all these people around me that was telling me that I needed to step away from ministry. I, did, I didn't need to finish Bible college. You know, they they were not very encouraging. But he he stuck beside me the whole time. He encouraged me. Um, you know, he 
he spoke into my life. The church helped with my boys. I was the, I had two boys I had full custody of. And while I was in Bible college, actually, um, I'm, there was a young lady there and I invited her to a worship night. The, the vineyard, we did worship nights once a month. And I invited her and didn't think nothing of it. And during that time, I was one of the ones that in the Ministry of Apprentice program, I was, greeters was one of the things I did. So when people came in, I met the new people that came in and talked to them. And that night we had worship, she brought two of her friends. And um, I met both of them, didn't think much about it. Well, a month later, um, we were in class at Bible College. And she, uh, her friend asked me if I was, that she had a friend that wanted to know if I was dating anybody. And I said, well, who's your friend? She said, well, she was one of the ones that came with me to worship night. I said, well, you brought two, which one was it? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I, I called her late or texted her later that night. And uh, the next night we went out on a date. Um, that was in December. We went out on a date in December. Um, February, we got engaged and we got married in May. It's been yeah, been the best best ten years of my life so far. Um, currently, the Lord has us serving at a church in Warrior, Alabama, um, as associate pastors, youth pastors, administrative pastors, and any other pastor yeah. that, that you any other job yeah, as needed. Yeah, it's just a, it's a smaller congregation, but we love the people there, and you know you it's. In ministry, there's no such thing as a position. You just do what the Lord's called you to do. And um, so that's a little bit about me. I'll hand it over to my wife. Maybe she won't be as long. Well, you know, and I want to say this too, David. I've, I've learned by working with Christina and, and the lessons we've had here at Musicality and just watching. I've told her for months now. I've watched you guys from a, kind of a distance, and I've watched what the Lord's done with your church ministry. And then you and I met. We got to have coffee a little bit, talk. And God just uh, really um, just urged me to get to know more about y'all because I came here to uh, Gardendale. We had intended to get here for 10 years, you know, kind of a different background and story. But we came here with the intent of being near my mom and we're here and enjoying that, loving that. But as I came here, I, I said, okay, now God, I've, I've put 40 years of my life in the Mississippi and, I, and South Alabama. I don't know anybody in Birmingham. I, I knew a handful of people and I didn't know anybody in Gardendale. And so I got up here and served a little bit with a couple of churches and began to just meet some people. Met Kyla and Dustin right here at our little food truck event in Gardendale a couple of years ago. Fell in love with the, the, the business here, studio. And so God kind of knit my heart to them. And then I just knew in my heart, okay, well, God, you're going to maybe connect me to people through that avenue that I might not have met being on staff at a church and kind of being in that world. You know, we may have eventually met, but as I got to meet Christina and know a little bit more about her story and make some music together in our lessons. So Christina, this guy meets you at church <laughs> to a friend. Y'all y'all go out and then a few months later, wow, here we are married. And mm -hmm. so now tell me a little bit about your background. What how did you end up there that night meeting him? Oh my lord. <laughs> Well, so um, at the time, I was a children's pastor at a local um, church, 
and bookkeeper at the time and then um so she had came to church and was like hey i'm because she was in bible school you want to go and i was like yeah sure i, I love worship I'll, I'll go to worship and uh, we went and then um so i really didn't think much about it that night um awesome service had an awesome um prophecy given to me and um so a few days later you know i'm thinking oh, that guy he was really nice so you know you can learn a lot about a person if you stalk their facebook so i i did stalk his facebook and and my friend lived right next door to me and it was funny because i helped watch her kids some and they were in my children's group and she came over one day and she was like we were talking i was like hey you know what about david and she was like what about david you know and i was like well you know is he's single you know from what i can tell is he dating anybody she was like you didn't tell me <laughs> you know so we go through this you know drama back and forth with me and her and so then finally you know she goes to school and she talks to him and then yeah so the rest is kind of history there but um you know we are a blended family he has two boys and i had two girls and um so we've, um, the, you would have never thought though that we were a blended family when we were together because everybody just meshed so well. The Lord just really showed out when he put us together. And um, as far as doing ministry together, um, when we got married um, in 2014, um, I'd never been out of the country. And we went to Nicaragua on our honeymoon for two weeks and uh, I was just you know number one I really wasn't expecting to really not have air conditioning but we did not have air conditioning uh, for two weeks while we were out there but we You're did from Alabama, right you know well and you know the heat over there is um it's 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 real heat it ain't no joke um so talk about seeing me at my worst the first two weeks frizzy hair you know because i got natural curly hair it was everywhere um so ponytail the whole way that those two weeks but we went and helped different churches there you know help feed the families in the community and um i think about the third day we went to a church um, that was feeding children and that was absolutely gut-reaching for me um i just i held myself together while i was there but i bet i cried myself to sleep the rest of the time after seeing what i saw because these children you know from toddlers you know up to teenagers are bringing their own bowls to get rice and beans and then you would see some of them the older ones leave with their bowls and go home and what they were doing is they were taking theirs to feed their family they were sharing and um it was it was absolutely it just touched my heart because you, we take so much for granted here you know and these kids i mean some of them that was their only meal and the the where the church was was you know is wasn't in a good location you know and we walked up this big hill and then the runoff beside the hill 
was, you know, feces, and, you know, it, it just it was really bad. That um, just really, I already had um, a heart for ministry and been in ministry ever since I was a teenager in some capacity, but at that point, I was like, man, there's so much more that we can be doing. Um, so after that, we went, we've been every year um, up until COVID hit us, um, ministering to her two times, at least two times a year. And um, we're trying to get back on track right now and get some things going. But we're at Warrior right now and um, youth pastors, and that's growing and you're doing well. And we run a van ministry because um, that's my heart. Uh, always has been. Um, it's, you know, if you can love the unlovable, the ones who think they're not loved, you know, I really feel like the Lord really blesses that. Um, so, but yeah, that's where we're at at this point. Um, we have two beautiful grandchildren, um, and one is two and one is four, and they are got us wrapped around their little finger. She conveniently left the part out about the prophecy where he told her that it, her life was going to be like a fairy tale. Well, I figured at some point we might read it, but I've got to get yeah. it. And uh, we, we have it. They got typed out for us. Well, that that is a great intro to who are David and Christina Krim, and we've got more that we want to talk to them about. Um, I'm really interested to hear more about, uh, in David's life, the vineyard background and how that really kind of influenced his ministry and his calling. And, and Christina, I just hear your heart and I see in both of you week to week as you're working with kids. Uh, you mentioned, um, I think it was Andy Stanley that said years ago, if you'll go for the ones nobody wants, God will bring you the ones everybody wants as far as building churches. So I, I've had that heart myself for a long time. I grew up, you know, in church and around church. Dad was a preacher and, uh, you know, y'all have heard my story. So I want to learn more about Dave and Christina and their story, what God's doing now. And we got some cool things coming up. God's really doing some neat things. We've got a couple special events we're going to be promoting. So watch our socials, watch our Facebook pages and Instagrams and all that. Uh, go to musicality.com. Check out what we're doing here at the music studio. You can go to my website, Robbie Myrick, R-O-B-B-Y-M-Y-R-I-C-K.com. Go there and uh, message us. Let us know what you're interested in talking about. We'd love to interview you if you've got some stories you'd like to tell us. We're going to have more from David and Christina on our next episode, hear more about their ministry. So thank you for tuning in today, and we'll see you next time.